Good morning, Ohio. It's James Lewis of this Dream House, the show that's all about the house and all about the family, which is why we are celebrating Christmas with Christmas Nights of Lights. Kelly King is uh, giving us a call from there, and we're excited to hear about all the great things that are going on with Christmas Nights of Lights. Kelly, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me this morning. What is Christmas Nights of Lights? Christmas Nights of Lights is a two-and-a-half-mile drive through all synchronized to the music, and you get to stay in the warmth and the safety of your own vehicle. Nice. I like the sound of that. I was going to say staying warm and being able to look at beautiful Christmas lights sounds great. I was going to say not throwing shade to any places with stinky animals that uh, you have to get out of your car to go look at them, but it's quite cold, and who wants to do that? I'd rather stay in my car. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best way the kids get to stay in there. They can wear their pajamas and and bring snacks and have a wonderful time. About how many lights do you have? Oh, we've lost count. We have got millions of lights. We use all LED and rope lighting and regular lights, so we, we quit counting. There's too many. Nice. So when is the event? Um, it started November 6th, and we run through January 9th. And we're open till from dusk until 10 o'clock every night with extended hours on the weekends. That is awesome. So in other words, if our listeners can't make it by Christmas, they can always see it, heck, even into 2021. Yes, a lot of people come after Christmas. And we ask people to either, you know, come early or come later, you know, in the, in the daytime uh, to avoid the, you know, long lines. Nice. How much is it? It's $7 per person, and ages three and younger are free. Awesome. And is it still at Coney Island? We are at Coney Island. We sure are. Excellent. So when is the best time to go? Um, Anytime is the best time to come to have fun, but (laughs) the best time to come is get here early or get here later in the evening. Usually, you know, later in the evening if people don't want to – Get in the lines, you can come, you know, later about 9 o'clock, but our peak hours are from 6 to 8, but we go we go as quick as we can go, and we have an awesome crew, and uh, they are, they're on it. They get people through fast. That is awesome. Now, what about rain? What If it rains, are you going to cancel, or can we still attend? No, we don't cancel. We're like the mail. We run... Uh, seven days a week, rain, snow, or shine, you know, rain or snow or anything. Actually, the lights look prettier in the rain because they do, they reflect off the, the ground and makes it look like there's more. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. I mean, not that it's hard to believe that there could be more. What, uh, what charities do you work with? We work with, um, Toys for Tots, Ruth Lions, Pink Ribbon Girls. Um, Salvation Army, and um, I was trying to think of the other one. We do it of the neediest kids of all. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like uh, Christmas Nights of Lights is become a Cincinnati tradition and uh, one that really does believe in giving back to the community. We try. We feel that, you know, we try to give back to each community that we're in when we have our shows and and uh, it just a lot of people just come back and go around through, too. <laughs> and I was going to say, with people loving the lights so much, I can imagine, shoot, uh, some of our listeners would be like, that two-hour drive to Indianapolis would be worth it to uh, check out some more lights. 
Yeah, um, we have this show here in Ohio, and then we have the ones at the State Fairgrounds in Indianapolis. Well, Kelly, it's been a pleasure having you again uh, on the show this year, and uh, let our listeners know where they can learn more about Christmas Nights of Light. Yeah, we're excited to be here, and we hope to see everybody. And you can go see. We can check us out on ChristmasNightsOfLights.com or on our Facebook at Christmas Nights of Light, Cincinnati, Ohio. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Our next guest is Al Snow from OVW to talk about Christmas chaos. Al, thank you for joining us. Uh, good morning. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, it's our pleasure. It's our second year in a row talking of Christmas chaos. We're so excited. We're hearing a lot of people in the town talking it up. When is Christmas chaos? Christmas chaos is December 5th at 7.30 p.m., um, we're going to be doing something a little different this year, uh, because we continue to grow and, you know, to kind of match the challenge of the, uh, of COVID-19, um, we're making it available online as a pay-per-view, um, uh, for the very first time. So, uh, you know, uh, the fans out there can go to ovwrestling.com and they can purchase a virtual ticket. It's only fourteen ninety five for the, uh, pay-per-view. And they can watch the whole show. That is awesome. And, of course, the best part is, I mean, last year, our listeners had to drive the hour to down there to uh, Louisville. But this year, right. they can just watch it online. Yeah, they can they can stay in the uh, comfort, security, and uh, safety of their own home, you know, eat their own food, uh, sit on their own couch. And um, they can sit and they can watch the entire uh, pay-per-view. So who's going to be competing? Well, the, the match, the one big match that we have signed so far um, is that we, um, we have uh, Tony Gunn, who is our OVW heavyweight champion. He'll be facing off against Cincinnati's own uh, flying Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, for the heavyweight title in a, uh, in a uh, cage match. Wow, that's a huge match right there. I mean, shoot, Flying Brian has uh, competed around the world, AEW, MLW, and right. uh, yeah, phenomenal. And then, of course, Tommy Gunn is a legend in his own right. I mean, he has been competing with OVW for decade, two decades. He's been he's been there for a while. Yeah, he's he's been very successful. And you know, we're also uh, Jesse Goddard is a Big Brother fan. He is the OVW National Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he'll be on the uh, card that night. He'll be wrestling that night as well. So, um, you know, so far, it's already with just those two matches, it'll be a pretty big show. But we're going to uh, have a, another cage match, uh, similar uh, rules to the old War Games style match. Mm. Um, you know, um, we'll be uh, putting that together, and we'll be announcing that next week. And uh, and then we'll just continue to fill out the card. We have an OVW women's title match. Um, we will uh, have a Rush Division uh, championship uh, defense. Um, so we'll, we're going to have quite a few uh, big matches on there. 
And for those listeners that don't know what the rest division is, is that like your extreme, uh, fast-paced, uh, high-energy division? Yeah, the rush division is uh, is similar to what the uh, Impact Wrestling's uh, X division was originally at first, and that's for uh, wrestlers that are you know about two twenty five or a little less, or like the um, uh, like two hundred five live um, with NXT. And um, but the difference with the rush division is that once a year, the rush division champion has the option has uh, three options. Um, option A is that they can um, uh, forego the monthly requirement you know, of re- defending their title because you've got to defend your title as a champion at least once every 30 days. Um, option B is that they can, um, they can go for the heavyweight title, but in order to wrestle for the heavyweight title, um, they must uh, first defend the uh, rush division title that same night successfully, and then they can um, go after the heavyweight title. And then option C is that they can forfeit the um, OBW Rush Division title, and they can go for the national heavyweight title um, once a year. Oh, wow. So I was going to say it sounds like a a really tough choice for the champion. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's a a lot of risk, but there's a lot of gain, you know. Um, You know, then that's the the way it was uh, purposely set up is that, uh, you know, you can't get something without uh, giving something. Awesome. So now, of course, it's the holidays. It's Christmas time. We're talking to our favorite person with a beard. Uh, We're looking for gift ideals. So what should everyone have on their wish list this year? Well, they should definitely have a ticket, a virtual ticket to the online pay-per-view for Christmas Chaos on December 5th at 730. Uh, It'll be live out of Davis Arena in Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, you know, we're very excited. We, uh, this is our, our, uh, our first foray into the world of pay-per-view. And um, uh, I think we're, we're going to put on an incredible show. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and the good thing is, is that, uh, and I, I think it's important that I, I point this out, is that, um, you know, we try very hard to uh, put on an uh, exciting, um, cutting-edge show that, quite honestly, you know, you can feel comfortable sitting there with your entire family and watching. Um, I think that that's important that, you know, um, it be a show that you, you enjoy watching as an adult, but it also be a show that you enjoy watching as an adult, um, with your kids. And, uh, you know, we really, uh, go out of our way to try to, um, make sure that that, that's exactly the way it is. Definitely. I agree with you. But that's in the beginning of December. That's something I want, you know, early on. I, I don't want to say that as my main Christmas present. I really want <laughs> what everybody wants is, of course, well, great shirts. They want great shirts. They want yes. great merchandise. And where can we get that? Ah, where we can get that is at collarandelbowbrand.com. Uh, actually, right now, if you go to collarandelbowbrand.com, they're having a big Black Friday sale. Uh, because of Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they have 30% off. And if you use the code SNOWMAN, you get an additional 10% off of that. So you get basically 40% off of um, of anything you purchase. That is phenomenal. And then, of course, you know, for the people out there that go, I've always dreamed, I've always wanted to become a professional wrestler. 
I think you might know somewhere they can go to learn. Possibly, yes. Um, OBW um, and ASWA, which is the Arsenal Wrestling Academy, we have, we are the very first in the world that are an actually accredited, state accredited trade school for professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and broadcasting. We have a two-year program where we teach all the ins and outs as far as performance in the ring, but we go one better, and that is we teach everything that is needed, all the skills backstage from lighting and sound and camera operation to um, live event management, uh, production, um, directing, um, creative writing, uh, television writing, um, uh, personal uh, and business finance. Um, we try to teach all aspects so that then these young men and women, um, because let's face it, as an athlete, at some point you're going to have to come to the realization that it's not a matter of if your career in the ring is going to end. It's a matter of when it will. Um, we try to give these young men and women skills to still be an asset and to be able to pursue a career within sports entertainment and, and uh, um, entertainment in general and broadcasting uh, in some manner. And, um, you know, very proud of that and um, very excited about it. We're the only, uh, uh, besides being the only accredited, state accredited trade school, we're the only uh, school for professional wrestling where we have affiliates around the country and around the world. We have an affiliate in, uh, we're working on in Pittsburgh, in Pennsylvania, in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, in uh, um, Denver, uh, Colorado, and then in, we have three in the UK, one in Hungary, one in Romania, one in uh, Denmark, uh, one in Greece, two in South America, um, in Chile, uh, in Santiago, and Concepcion, um, and we're just continuing to grow. So um, we're really, it's a really exciting time, and in, you know, in spite of all the challenges with COVID and and everything like that, um, we're we're finding ways to not only uh, survive but thrive and and build on what we're doing. So you know, we're uh, we're very excited. Sounds remarkable. Sounds, I mean, amazing that you're changing the sport of professional wrestling by in that next generation of talent. Now, of course, the last gift I have on my Christmas list, uh, I want to be able to watch OVW and some of those other. Uh, uh, shows that you mentioned on there. Um, I'm thinking like a little black device that plugs into my TV. What do you think? Well, you can. I mean, you don't have to, but uh, because nationally we're on eight different national networks right now, uh, from YTA to 11 Sports USA to Untamed Sports. Um, so there are a variety of ways that you can access us on your television. Uh, Game Plus, in fact. We just uh, got on there, um, but we are also on. We have our own Roku channel. Uh, if you have a smart TV, um, we are on Amazon Fire, and we're on Amazon Prime as well. And um, we're on a European sports channel called Sports International, and we probably reach about 690 million homes around the world via that. So, um, if you're wanting to watch OVW um, TV or Overdrive, our our um, secondary show, um, there is a way to find it, and there is a way to watch it, for sure. 
That sounds amazing. It sounds like uh, things are going great with OVW. The brand is just building. The talent is just keeps growing. And of course, they're the talent of the future and you can watch them today. So before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web, where can we find more out about OVW, Christmas Chaos and all those other great things? Uh, you can go to Ohio Valley Wrestling on Facebook. You can go to OV Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to, you can follow me, the Wheel Al Snow, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and uh, if you are wanting to purchase your ticket, go to lvwrestling.com and you can purchase your virtual ticket today for Christmas Chaos on December 5th. Sounds great, Al. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and I hope you all, all of you, uh, yourself included, and your families have a wonderful, happy holiday season. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Our next guest is from the LaGrange Railroad Museum is Bob Hamilton. But before we get to Bob, we're going to give out our email address because we love giving out prizes. Our email address is tdhcincy at gmail.com. Once again, tdhcincy at gmail.com. And we always have all kinds of specials, promotions, and fun stuff going on with that. So, Bob, thank you for joining us today from the uh, LaGrange Railroad Museum. Well, thank you for inviting us. So what is the LaGrange Railroad Museum? Well, first of all, our mission is really to bring railroad history to life. So we are a historical railroad museum housed in the original 1914 LaGrange Railroad Passenger Depot building. The museum really consists of three parts. The Mm -hmm. main level has a historical displays, artifacts, and information. The lower level has a model railroading uh, for big and little kids alike. Ooh. And the third part is the outside train displays and rail equipment, one of which has a direct connection to your listeners in the Cincinnati area. Nice. Is it uh, like a B&O railroad or something? Actually, uh, L&N stands for Le- uh, Louisville and Nashville, and this dining car was the premier dining service for many years between Cincinnati and New Orleans on a run called the Pan American. And at that time, the dining car was called the uh, St- uh, Hotel St. Louis. Oh, wow. So you mentioned uh, the first part of the museum is more the historical items? Yes, sir. Tell us about some of the uh, the highlights of that area. Well, some of the exhibits, um, we have exhibits uh, that really range from the history of railroading in LaGrange and railroading in general, mm-hmm. um, railroad communication. Uh, our main display room is being set up right now to tell a story about railroading and trains starting in the 1850s to present time. Uh, we also have... Uh, a number of one-of-a-kind type exhibits on our displays. That's awesome. So how do you get uh, these historical pieces? There, uh, all the historical pieces are donated. For instance, the, um, uh, we have a steam engine model that is very large, 
It was donated by the man that worked in the early 1900s designing steam engines for the Louisville and Nashville Railroad. And in his later years, it took eight years to build this model. It's almost 100% made of wood. And the um, only thing is the handrail replicas on the side are made of steel because they couldn't bend the wood like that. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really a, a priceless one-of-a-kind item. You mentioned the second part of the museum was more uh, kid-friendly, where uh, kids and adults can build? Yes, well, we have one main display down there that it, it's a, what they call DCC. It's a computer-controlled um, system. Mm-hmm. If you put your uh, HO model train on that and you go the full circuit from start to finish, it's over 200 feet. Oh, wow. So, uh, we know so good size. Boys and big girls that have train sets don't have anything like that in their home. And if they do, they're no longer married. (laughs) And then we also have a second display that is 8 by 14 feet. Mm -hmm. And we're putting three separate uh, control stations on it. And it's conventional, you know, DC power in and the train runs for three kids to run separate trains all at the same time. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. So it's something for, fun for the kids to do. So there's the model railroading area. And for the big kids that like to learn and to actually put scenes together and buildings, um, that uh, the train system is running. The buildings, um, they're still in progress. Now, what was, the, what was the last part, the outside part? The outside, um, we have... The first unit that sits there, when you drive up to it, it looks an awful lot like Thomas the Train. Mm-hmm. The exact same look, except ours is green. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure one thing, if we painted it blue, put a number one on the side and a face in the front, it would look exactly like Thomas and would probably get sued in the process, too. Um, yeah, but they do from, love to do that. Uh, yeah, it came from England. Um it operated at the Mefford power station as Mefford number two shunting coal to keep mm-hmm. that power station running. And uh, when it was replaced by diesel, it was sold, went to Michigan for a few years, went down to Tennessee, to Chattanooga for a few years, and ended up ultimately in a scrap pile in Louisville before somebody said, maybe we shouldn't melt this thing down. And it's been restored in and it looks pretty nice. It's uh, sitting there at the head of our displays. Behind oh, it definitely. is the, the 19, as I said, the 1929 dining car, mm-hmm. the Louisville and National dining car. Behind it is a, a real caboose constructed at the shops in southern Louisville. And then behind it uh, is a rail unit and a flatbed that were used over the Jefferson Proving Grounds to move uh, equipment around that facility. So where are you all located? Well, we are located at 412 East Main Street in LaGrange, Kentucky. We're right at the end of the business district, a short distance from I-71, and which makes us, what makes us so unique is that we're the one of only three locations in the entire country where the mm-hmm. freight train comes right down the middle of Main Street 
in the business district. And I can tell oh, you wow. this, when it comes through, nobody's going anywhere. Yeah, that sounds like a sight to see. And then the way I understand it, our uh, listeners can view that either in person or they can view that via the net. Yes, and really on our on our the bottom of our main homepage on our website is a link to just click on and look at those two rail fan cameras. Um, interesting thing I found out recently is those rail fan cameras receive over two uh, two point two million views a year. Oh wow! Yeah, that is. I mean, that is phenomenal. How basically it's like bringing history to life. Exactly what we're trying to do. That is phenomenal. So, what are your hours of operations? Well, um, brief history. In 2015, we were open one day a month. We're now open five days a week. So, on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're open from one to five. Mm-hmm. Saturday from ten to three, and Sunday from one to four. And ultimately, with more volunteers, we'll be able to open more hours. So how much does it cost to visit the museum? Uh, There's no charge. It's free. Oh, wow. And it sounds like you can build and play in that second part of the uh, museum. Yes, absolutely, yes. Uh, And we need those um, that have the expertise on working on displays and those that want to learn. So what are some of the functions that are held at the museum? uh, We have, um, in the 1929 dining car, very beautiful and it's unique. Um, We have baby showers. We have wedding showers. We have birthday parties, uh, weddings. As a matter of fact, we have a wedding Saturday. Oh, nice. Now, you mentioned the importance of the volunteers. Tell us a little bit about the people that help and give back to the museum. Well, I'll speak personally. The reason I originally got involved in this because I have a two-year-old. Well, he was two years old at the time before he could really walk and talk well. Um, He loved trains, and we thought it was a passing fancy. Turns out my grandson uh, hasn't changed at all. So I originally got involved for that. Um, and now it's just to get that museum, uh, to keep it going and, um, provide a lasting gift to the community. There are so many people involved that love trains and love the community and want to to have something that's special right there in the center of the LaGrange. So definitely a given back, given your time is very important. So for those that are interested, how do they volunteer? Actually, if they go to the LaGrange Railroad Museum.org, there's a volunteer request form right embedded in the uh, the main homepage. Now, you do the uh, you do the great events with the weddings and the receptions. Uh, what about any charity events? Do you all do any fundraisers? Well, we do some fundraisers. Right now, it's been very challenging because of COVID. Um, we by being more restrictive on our visitors, it's actually easier to operate. We bring in one individual or a family grouping at a time, and um, and we're able to maintain much easier the separation and follow the cleaning procedures and everything. And um, from a fundraising perspective, 
Um, each year, for instance, at Light Up LaGrange, which is the beginning of the Christmas season, mm-hmm. we've had everything decorated. People come through the dining car. On an average year, we have 2,500 people come through in about a three-hour period. Oh, wow. So uh, quite busy. <laughs> uh, yes. Now, we don't know how we're going to handle that this year, but we'll we'll figure something out. Now, during these events, when everything's looking so beautiful, or even during uh, the regular times of the year, just the historical factor in it, uh, what about f- uh, photography? Do you all allow photos? Uh, yes, we do. For uh, Anybody can come and take photos. Professional photographers will need to uh, obtain uh, the normal release for um, liability and so forth. And they have a they pay a very small fee compared to other venues. Exactly. I noticed that on the website it was like twenty bucks. That's very reasonable, very uh, fair price to be able to to photo all of the history. Exactly. So it sounds like there's a lot of great things going on at the LaGrange uh, Museum. It sounds like our listeners, which you know a lot of them already do check it out, but those that haven't should definitely come on down there. Well, we would appreciate the. We, we love having visitors um, from all over, and it's not uncommon to get a call from that 513 area code asking when we're going to be open and if we could be there when they show up. So where on social media, where on the web, where can we find out more about the LaGrange Museum? Well, we have, um, of course, our website. We're on Yelp. We have Facebook. And we have uh, one of our newest volunteers. Uh, She's working on uh, Instagram and um, other areas like that. Sounds great. Bob, we uh, really appreciated having you on the show and learning about the LaGrange Railroad Museum. Thank you so much for uh, including us in your day. It was our pleasure. Have a great day. Hey, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Ohio. We will talk to you next week on this Dream House.